God's plans aren't always our plans, but all of God's plans work for good for those who love him. We need to trust and believe. You're listening to Heart to Heart with Jane Quinn. Jesus Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. Because of Christ's resurrection, we are people of hope and joy. Alleluia, which means praise the Lord. And so today we can certainly say, Alleluia, praise the Lord. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us to pray the rosary today. We at Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Hartwell, Georgia, are delighted to have the people in the church praying with us and those of you at home. Today, we will hear our rosary prayed in Spanish and English, all of us coming together to praise the Lord. We will be praying the glorious mysteries and focusing on the first glorious mystery, the resurrection of Jesus, which we officially celebrated yesterday. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10, that tell us of Jesus' resurrection. And so I quote, After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him, and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the women in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they, the women, went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached embraced his feet, and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Again we can say, and not too often, Jesus has risen, he has risen indeed. One of the things I find enjoyable in reading scripture is that if we look close enough, we will see Jesus' delightful sense of humor. And we often will see a story within a story, 
Sometimes if we're reading, say, a mystery book, you read about the mystery of the murder, but then also there's a story of a romance or something else going on. But we can actually see that many times in Scripture. Let's look at verse 2 again, and I'll read that. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. Now can't you just visualize the women arriving at the tomb and seeing this angel sitting on top of this huge stone? I mean, it's not a small stone. It covered the entryway to the tomb. It had to be large. And I thought, what an amazing sight. No wonder the women were fearful, because if any of us came upon an angel sitting on a stone, I'm sure it would catch our attention and make us somewhat fearful. And in verse 8, we read that the women ran to the disciples, fearful, yet overjoyed, filled with joy at the angel's announcement that Jesus had risen. Jesus wants us to be filled with joy also, to be overjoyed with the resurrection of Christ for our salvation. And then we read, Jesus met the women before they reached his disciples and conversed with them. Jesus met and conversed with the women first. Now, I have to admit, I love this. Because in those days, women were considered nothing, perhaps even just a possession. And yet Jesus chose to speak to them first. This brought another smile to my heart. And now, a story within a story. Imagine how despondent, fearful, and depressed the disciples must have been at Jesus' crucifixion. The man that they had followed all those years and believed that he would be king was now killed. Their hopes and dreams were killed along with Jesus' crucifixion. They thought all was lost. However, we know the rest of the story, but the disciples didn't know that Jesus' crucifixion and now resurrection were meant for good, for the salvation of the whole world. But we know it had to be for the forgiveness of our sins and our salvation, yours and mine. And Jesus also gives us a wonderful promise of hope through Paul in Scripture. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, a scripture that many of us probably personally know. And it says, We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Paul tells us all things, things that we think that I think may be bad, but God uses for good. Things we may look back on a month later or a year later, and we can say, oh, now I see. I call these aha moments. And God gave me 
a very important aha moment right after we had moved here. We moved here to be near family because my husband, Ed, was failing and I couldn't take care of him alone anymore. I needed help. And we have family here, some of them people you may know, Kevin, <laughs> my son who was a physical therapist. In fact, I've been introduced at the church as Kevin's mother. I don't have an identity of my own. I always get a chuckle out of that. We arrived the end of July, and in March, your community held a day of prayer. And I thought, what a wonderful way to meet people and pray to our dear Lord. So I decided I would drive and go to the Methodist church where it was being held and to pray a day of prayer with everybody. After we'd finished, we were on our way to the kitchen, and on my way, I did not see a stair, and I fell. I did a face plant, and I was totally mortified. Here I was, new person, trying to meet people, laying on the floor. Of course, you jump up and you pretend you're okay when you do these things. I'm okay, I'm okay. I finished the event, but hardly could make it back to my car. My leg had swollen and the pain was unbearable. My son rushed over, took me to the ER to discover I had broken my kneecap. And there's not much they can do for that except just to heal. Well, I was beside myself. I had to take care of Ed. How was I going to do this? I was told to sit in a chair, elevate your leg, ice your leg, stay off of it as much as you could. That would be impossible. Long story short, I sat in one chair and Ed sat next to me in his recliner. For six weeks, we sat next to each other for most of the day. At the time, I saw this situation as bad because I couldn't do all the things I wanted to do to be up and about and to be busy. But God saw it as good. Because two months later, Ed had gone to be with the Lord. His last days were spent with me sitting beside him with a broken kneecap, something that I thought was a bad event God used as a good event. So we need to trust in the Lord and know that God's plans aren't always our plans, but all of God's plans work for good for those who love him. We need to trust and believe. God gives us hope and joy in our lives. I am standing here before you to say that God gives us hope and joy in our lives. Resurrection hope and joy. I have learned through the years to trust and believe more and more and to be filled with God's gifts to us of joy and hope. So today as we pray our rosary, let's ask Blessed Mary, our prayer partner, to pray with us for the Holy Spirit to come and to fill us with God's gift of resurrection hope and joy.
This is the Padua Podcast Network. Padua Podcast Network.com.